0: What's going on, everybody? We have a fantastic episode featuring new Franklin, a new rapper out of Cleveland, Ohio. Let me know what you think after this short ad. Fast forward if you need to, because there's some great content after it. It don't matter. Live. All right. I'll let you introduce yourself, you know, just go ahead and say who you are give you a quick little one-two about, you know, where we're at, what, how you guys started.
1: All right, man. New Franklin. That's the name that I go by, stage name, uh, 23-year-old artist from Cleveland, Ohio. Right now we are in the very humble studio that me and Kip Stone record everything out of uh, microphone, speakers, monitor, MacBook, that's all you need in 2019 uh I think I started rapping I always wanted to rap I was always like into actually rapping I have family members that used to rap like as everybody else do. When did
0: What'd you start like elementary school middle school?
1: Um, I started wanting to rap middle school I started uh, I think I recorded my first person when I was 13 going into high school so um yeah my first my first couple of raps I used to actually like uh, <laughs> I used to listen to other rappers. And I would write down the lyrics and then I would go in and change light lines that I thought like would sound better and stuff like that And then i just start writing my own
0: Kinda of make like a mad lib of a rap almost yeah,
1: kinda of just Like a cheating ass blueprint of
0: rap. <laughs> Just a
1: little <laughs> tutorial Yeah, you know, so and then after that I was like, you know, maybe I should just make my own And start doing that and then I got to record my first actual verse or song or whatever when I was 13 Gotcha, so you've been doing it about 10 years uh, yeah, man, long-ass ten years, <laughs> that made me sound old no. <laughs> So like when you were taking
0: people's raps who, who are the original influences? All
1: right, this is about to be funny. So my first my first time ever actually doing that uh, I had bought my first album recently. So my first album was guess guess what my first album was
0: uh, You're 23 Gucci you're ever? hell
1: no, Lil Romeo. Lil Romeo got an album <laughs> called game time and I uh I wanted, I thought it was just cool to see a kid, like on the cover, so I bought it with my money, and that was the first time I ever went home. I listened to it, the intro track was, um, I don't even remember how it go, but I know I listened to it, I liked that, wrote all the lyrics down,
0: and that was like the first time I started uh, (laughs) stealing people raps. (laughs) And uh, you like kids on the cover, what made you go Romeo over like Lil Bow Wow? That was about the same time. I didn't see a Lil Bow Wow.
1: Uh, the store, it was like a little uh, corner store, like in the neighborhood and stuff that we stayed at, and they just, I guess that album had just came out. They had all like the new ones in the front and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my mother was going there. She used to go there um, every every week, maybe every other week, and get like new albums. And we, she used to have all like new albums, new mixtapes, like the Pretty Boy Floyd mixtapes and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know how I got the money. I had the money. I think it was like ten dollars, and I just seen that, and I was like, oh shit, that's a kid. Hey, can I get that? And yeah, they didn't like that. Like I that. didn't even. I knew who Lil Bow Wow was, but I didn't
0: see the right. so. Yeah, my, my first rap CD. Uh, I'm a little older than you. I'm turning 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never forget I was Best Buy, and that was right when parental advisory just started coming out, where like kids weren't allowed to oh, buy shit. real yeah, real yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. But my dad was always the, like the cool one. And the, like my mom was like, you know, not allowed. My dad's like, if you got money, do what you got to do. So I'm at the register, and my dad's like looking in the aisle still, and uh. He's like, oh, you have to have a parent to get this. I was like, oh, he's right over there. I was like, Dad, can I get this? He's like, he had no idea what it he was. He's like, yeah, go, go for it. You got the money, go for it all the way home, and, you know, I'm the first, like, second oh, second shit. song, I think, was Bitch, I'm Gonna Kill You, uh-huh. and I'm jamming it, you know, <laughs> like, it's the song, like, I got it, you know, I'm the only one mm. of my friends, and, like, my mom's like, what is this?
1: Yeah, some crazy, that's that's <laughs> probably a crazy ass. <laughs> as a parent, just hearing, the, hearing, bitch, I'm gonna
0: kill you. <laughs> nah, you gotta cut that off. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, because, I mean, I was about, to you know, 10, 12, somewhere in that yeah, ballpark, yeah, yeah. and you're like, what is this? <laughs> you
1: know, that's some crazy shit. I, uh, I was like that. Cause obviously Lil, Lil Romeo wasn't doing like too much cussing and stuff right. like that But the next album that I like I, that, The one that made me really want to like I want to be like him was 50 Sync, Richard mm-hmm. Not Try Gotcha I shouldn't have been listening to that shit <laughs> Man, that's, I know that I know that album literally front to back
0: Backwards uh, Man, bro, I know that album Like,
1: <laughs> like the back of my hand
0: Gotcha but, And so so that was who the original Who's your current influence? Is, it, is there anybody that you listen to and you just get excited? Uh. Um... Right now, at like today, Tyler, man,
1: I, I've been a big Tyler fan since like years ago when he first came out. When he blew up with Goblin, went back, listened to Bastard, all the old OF tapes, and uh, like up to whatever it was when I like was, uh, I think it was, I think Goblin was the new one. But he was my first like influence, influence when I started rapping. I started trying to rap like him. It's, it wasn't working out. <laughs> uh, Right now, Schoolboy Q, uh, Kendrick Lamar, J. Rock, Absol, all, all the TDE. Um, who else? Um, honestly, pff, not just on 40, but everything. Like everything kind of influenced me. Mm-hmm. But I guess my biggest influence would be like TDE, um, Tyler the Creator, Jay Z, Kanye, Ti, stuff like 50 Cent, obviously. Um, shit, uh, Travis Scott. Yeah, bro, I'll be naming them all day. Like, I, I'm, I'm nice. influenced by a lot of people.
0: Do you, do you go other other genres? I see a whole bunch of records here. You, what other genres do you like to listen to, or do you pull from as when you're doing your creative process? Um, R&B. I love R. I like R&B more than rap, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like um, I listen to
1: a lot of R&B, and um, I really listen to anything for real. I just like the music, like music that you can feel, music that just sounds good. So anything that catch my ear, honestly.
0: Right on. And uh, what's your favorite way To listen to Are you a headphone Headphones two? Gotta have headphones What's the best type of headphones You can get
1: Hey man uh, I Me personally I can't go anywhere Without my Apple headphones I know a lot of people hate them I mm-hmm. think Apple headphones Are just perfect Did like, just fit
0: in your ear right Or they, the way they sound comes the, the way they sound Is just perfect
1: Like I, I don't know what it is Like uh, I would take If I could I would record all my damn songs And Apple headphones which obviously can't. But <laughs> I, um, Apple headphones
0: for me Absolutely. Regular Apple headphones,
1: iPhone, that, that get it done for me.
0: And uh, you mentioned Apple. Let's go a little, a little bit into the technology. If, uh, whether it's computer or phone, what's the top five apps you're using in your day-to-day as a mu-
1: musician? Mm, as a musician, I use my memo pad. Uh, my memo pad and then my voice memo. Would that be like kind of That's one, one app? Okay. Uh, I use those damn near every day. Uh, just right here. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, obviously. Um, what else am I using as a uh, DJ booth? I use their app every day. I like reading articles. Um, what's that? Three, four? We're at four. What's the, t- what's the fifth one? Fifth app? Probably my email. <laughs> Honestly, my email. Those I use those every single day, nonstop, all day. So.
0: so pretty much all day, every day you're creating and trying to get your creations out there and handling business, sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Right. On. And being your age, you've never really had life without technology, right? I mean, no. it's, it's computers and streaming and all that's pretty much been in your life the whole time. How do you? How does that affect you as a creator?
1: Um, I feel like it make it. It's good and bad, man. Cause sometimes if you if you just going some going through something or you're like a weak minded person or something like that, man, you get distracted on that shit. Like the social media everything because that's that's a huge part of the internet so you can get distracted on that but in other ways it's good because I get a lot of influence and like inspiration from the internet right so just just technology in general like uh is real good on um inspiration
0: and probably like outreach reach because it makes the world kind of like small absolutely I mean I think they like way back when it was six degrees of separation or something but now yeah. with social media it's like two or three degrees so like almost guaranteed you and I know other people that yep. we have no idea are in our circle. But if we were all at a, a group party, you'd be like, you know him, him, and him? How, how? how?
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> man, I got friends from like different states that I've never even met, but I like talk to them. We talk, text, talk on the phone and stuff like that. In front of the internet. right?
0: Man, internet and music, man, it's crazy. Have you always been out of Cleveland? Born and raised, or where, where, did, did you come from another? Oh, no, no,
1: I was born here. I was born here, uh, born and raised here. Uh, I visit a lot of places, but uh, I'm actually planning on hopefully, uh, if everything goes right, like moving. So, Where do you want uh, to move to? Chicago or Atlanta. Or, uh, God willing, Laura willing, uh, California. But I have, I want to visit out there first, right?
0: so I've never even been. So. You said, mentioned that you travel a lot of places. Is that for work or for pleasure? A little bit of both? A little both. Where's, it, little where's your favorite places to go?
1: Uh, I got a love hate relationship with New York. Um, my favorite place to work on the the best place I've ever worked on music was Chicago because we had uh, like a full studio and everything out there. We was we were able to like create nonstop. We just stayed in the studio. That was great. In uh, Atlanta, I like Atlanta.
0: What what makes uh, sounds like you like just about all temperatures Is to to me. Mm-hmm. Ohio is fantastic as a home base, where like <laughs> it's cheap to live here. There's really nothing that could kill you. I mean, you mentioned like Atlanta, you get spiders those size like this big. Yeah, and roaches <laughs> is like normal down there. <laughs> right, it's crazy. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like it's well, what, what, how the differences are. But at, mm-hmm. is, is Cleveland uh receptive to artists, or is could Cleveland be a better scene for artists? I think Cleveland
1: isn't a terrible scene. It's uh, I feel like it's limited room to like uh expand and become like a big name mainstream act here but I don't think it's it, you just got to know the right the right moves to make here you know what I'm saying like, right it's a it's a certain way to go about things uh, could they be better Yeah, but a lot of places it could be better but I, I don't think it's terrible I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people think it is
0: yeah I think I think uh, like we mentioned the internet makes everything kind of small but large same mm-hmm. to are like 20 years ago, Cleveland might have been horrible to try to live here and get a career, but nowadays, you could stay in Cleveland as long as you're not a tap on your phone the right way, you're connecting to all those places that you were just saying, and then you hop on a flight or whatever. Um, But within Cleveland, are there any local rappers um, that you really want to work with or that you really are amazed that aren't at a bigger level right now?
1: Man, yeah, it's a long ass list. Um, That I want to work with, um, well, I'll do the. My like my favorite artists here are uh, like Kim Stone, obviously, uh, Blackhead Johnny, uh, Tory Lott, Sean K, Nix, um, who else? Who else? Uh, Freshie, Lil Life Lane. Like it, I, it's a lot of artists that I feel like should be way bigger than what they are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess it takes time and stuff like that. But um, artists that I want to work with, um, I, I work with a lot of them. Like. Uh, like I got songs that even if they aren't I got songs with like a couple of the people I just named, so, um, I don't know, I don't really, I don't know, work with anybody that's dope, so.
0: Right on. Uh, you mentioned you got songs that aren't out, how, how, talk about the process of, from the idea that it goes from your notepad to, you start getting, playing with the vocals and how do you decide when to release or do you just do it as a single or put out an EP or a full album, like how does that thought process go for you?
1: Um, uh, My thought process is like a little different. I just, usually what happens is I just make songs. I come down however I'm feeling throughout the day. This computer right here is full of beats. This is like the beat computer is probably like 400, 500 beats on here, no bullshit. So I just go through, find a beat, and however I'm feeling, however I'm feeling at the moment, I just make that song and I just stock up on songs. When I want to like work on a project, it usually comes from like an idea. It's like um, a idea, or I'll like a song so much that it set a certain mood that I want to build around that song. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's usually how I make like projects. But other than that, I just make songs, and then uh, it's really when I just get hit with the. uh, Every once in a while, I'll make a song, and it just like yo, this is like, this is this need. To be packaged the right way. Yeah, gotcha. I'm saying. So,
0: right. Mm-hmm. I, that definitely makes sense. That answer. Once I think about the different projects that you put out, where mm. like you you go through the whole range of emotions through like a whole project, but then when you put out like a Pineapple Express, you're just going silly, having a having a, having a fun yeah. time. Um, what? How do you decide? You do a lot with skits. In in the uh, which city is that? Uh, uh, Franco. Yeah. yeah. How how did. Uh, that death theme Was that just Something happened And you're like I gotta just Go death I mean like you, you, you kinda made Every skit Like funny as fuck But like also like Some realistic Like people don't really Think about that Yeah man It's just uh At the time It was just uh I was
1: watching the news And it was just like A lot of death going on And I'm, I'm fucking with you Honestly Uh <laughs> The real reason That's even on the project We were sitting down here And my homie Johnny was making a beat my homie kip just start uh talking in a funny voice like yeah and coming up with different scenarios and i'll start singing in the background we thought the <laughs> shit was funny right we recorded it and we was like you know what actually i'm just about to put this on the tape because it's funny absolutely like, literally the that's it's the we were down here that's probably the funnest song i've made period like I, I wouldn't even count it as a song we were just bullshitting. yeah <laughs> it, but
0: it, like it, it's it's a good way to break it up and then kind of like mm-hmm. It, like I said, like you, it's all about death, but then you're like, you know what, But what if somebody died taking the shit at McDonald's? Yeah, like, <laughs> man, I'm a big
1: dude. We have a album, literally probably like 11, 12 songs. I don't even know if I'm supposed to like say anything right. <laughs> but we have like 10 or 12 songs, and we have an album of those. Like we just sit down here. It usually hit when like we got writer's block, and we can't come up with shit, and then we just sit down and make like goofy ass songs bro like that that's just one that we were just like uh it get i guess it kind of like fits into the project and it doesn't make it too awkward and they give it like some comic relief everything else was kind of like i'm not putting this shit on this project like, <laughs> like that one kind of like it can slip through the crack like,
0: right like, and uh how do you deal with feedback with projects? like you said like that it, it worked but like if, if that didn't work like do you go through comments and be like, damn, he's talking shit? Or do, do you do any of that? Uh, um, like, usually, I don't really care.
1: Like, I care, but I don't care. Like, when I, um, when like, especially when I'm making a project or just even a song, the song goes through so many people's ears who I respect musically mm-hmm. that I don't even really care if somebody's like, yo, this shit is terrible because it's like I fuck with it and I feel confident enough to put it out. So I don't really that, that shit doesn't bother me I kind of like it When I get it though I, I haven't had anybody Really come to me Like yo your shit trash You should kill yourself Or nothing like that Right But like even songs That uh It's just like uh I wish this would've been longer You could've said This different Just to, I like feedback Honestly Cause it make me I actually take the feedback And try and do something with it So I fuck with feedback, honestly. Like, it's just, I haven't had it happen yet, but I know like celebrities, people be talking crazy with the feedback, like, (laughs) yo, they be saying some wild shit, so I haven't got there yet. So I don't know how I'm gonna handle that. I I would be fine, cause uh,
0: I would know it's like trolling and stuff like that, but I don't really get too much of that. And I would think too, I mean, a lot of your lyrics, it's just oozes confidence too, right? Mm Like kind of like, I look better than your bitch or things like that, you know, (laughs) kind of. <laughs> like, look, you're like, all right, you talk shit. I'm mm-hmm. cool. Like, I think I I look good. I'm, I'm rapping good. I could get yeah. better, but it's good. Yeah,
1: man, that's the. That just makes people feel good. That's probably why I just be talking shit most of the time. Uh-huh. So but everybody like to feel like the shit, right? Yeah. This is like everybody like arrogant raps.
0: You want to feel like the shit. I will hope. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. And you're you've been doing it ten years. How long have you had a manager and really been going at like the business angle of it?
1: Uh, like two, two years. It's like my first real manager truth. Uh, Before that, like, it would be like little shit like my homies. Like, yo, I can manage you, and I got to follow one on Instagram, like all stuff. But this is probably like, uh, yeah, the second year. I'm really like, all right, I want to do this. It's time to get this shit together.
0: Right. And uh, as an artist, how do you go about picking a manager? Like you said, I mean, everybody's like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. Like, how do you find that right fit for that person that could really help you get to the next level? Don't go finding them just uh
1: let it happen organically don't there's so many people out here that you i don't feel like you should go look for a manager you know what i'm saying like a manager is something that when the opportunity and the time presents itself and if it works it works like it should be something that happens naturally Mm -hmm. so just let them come to you if you really fuck with what they're trying to do and they fuck with what you're trying to do and they respect you as an artist and stuff like that then let's see where we can take it but definitely
0: don't go don't go looking for, for a manager right do you kind of have that same sentiment about like a label do you like being the independent or do you hope to get to a bigger label or
1: i'm having a dilemma now i always thought i wanted to be independent but man I, it depends it's just a situation like it's so easy to get fucked over being thirsty you know what i'm saying like just wait it out if the independent route treat me good uh I rock with the independent, but if the right label situation come around and the deals and the terms, are, we can agree with them, and it, I don't have to sacrifice any like artistic integrity or anything like that. Right. I'm with it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see anything really wrong with it.
0: Absolutely. I and mean, have have you worked on getting your uh, music into any other angle? I mean, most people think, you know, me, me, do a show, do a video, and do a CD. Have you tried to get into get your music into film or anything like that?
1: I wanna. Uh, we trying to figure out the way. To get crash into us like an album not an album my fault um a movie like a movie or some type of trailer or some type of that i feel like that song is like real cinematic to me so we're trying to figure out the way to get that and like sneak that in somewhere whether it's like a a trailer on something like a film festival thing, something in there i I just that's what we're trying to do now Uh, that's funny you brought that up
0: gotcha and uh I keep looking at this laptop you were talking about it. Are you the one making the beats, or...? Do you, I, I find that interesting, too, how a lot of people that like to rap just totally stay away from the beat aspect of it.
1: I was just, like, not arguing, but me and my uncle was just having a debate down here yesterday or the day before, and he was like, you should start making beats. And I was like, uh-huh. But the thing is, um, to to answer the question, my fault before I get too sidetracked, uh, Blockhead Johnny makes most of the beats. Kip Stone even uh, making a lot of the beats. Uh, OG Fifty, like I got a lot of friends that are like um, producers. So, um, like it's it's especially going into the future, you'll probably hear me on a lot of different type of beats. But for the most part, uh, Blockhead Johnny, Kip Stone, they make most of my beats. And um, what was I saying?
0: You you and your uncle uh, arguing.
1: Oh yeah, about uh, my father. about um, making beats. Cause usually, like I live with those two, so I'm down here when they're making beats for me. So it's kind of like I'm producing, but I'm not. But he was, what he was saying was basically like it's just a different feel when you're the one tapping it and give it a different feeling and stuff. So I'm probably, I might start coming down here
0: and working on beats. I might start getting into it now because he kind of convinced me. And uh, within that process, you say that you're kind of producing, but not. Mm-hmm. Um, how long does your typical song, from conception to it's done, does it does it normally take, or does it vary completely on song?
1: Man, it, it varies a lot. Some songs do. Like the project I just dropped, I had that. That project was done for months. The project before that was done before months. We'll make a song and. I'll literally, I'll just be listening to it and want to tweak it. I tweak songs nonstop, right. so it takes. If it was up to me, I would drop stuff a lot more quick, but I don't want to drop some bullshit. Right. You know, like I kind of like sitting on music for a minute just to you. You just get influenced every day by something new. I might come out with a different idea. So if the song got already out, it's like damn. But Who's next? Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, see, stuff like that, but I don't, I, I hate doing, like, I don't, don't want to do no remixes on my own stuff, but I, um, like, it's songs now that I put out, like, quick, that I was like, damn, I could've did something, like, I got another idea, I got a verse that fit right there, or I could've put a harmony right there, I could've took that out, that sounds stupid, should've tweaked this, you know, All right, um, and, uh,
0: where was I gonna go, I had a question, and then I was like, that makes sense, <laughs> yeah. I had the same thing, you just happened, um, when you're making the project like you said that you had it out for a while is it just something clicks one day you're like it's time to put it out um or is it kind of just like you know what I got, I got to stop i gotta let perfection just let it just put it out
1: uh it it kind of depends like um basically when i i know when i'm finished with a project because i go in with a mindset of like all right this project the idea i got for these songs the way it's gonna sound it should be this many tracks uh, I keep working till I know for sure I got that many tracks and then I stop and I just tweak, 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 tweak. Um, that's, that's usually how it's been going though. Like, um, I already have a set idea or in my mind and people around me, if they feel like it should be a little longer, something like that. But like, like Play Dead, I knew for a fact, I only, I really only wanted to do four songs, but I was like, um, I wanted an outro. So I was like, I don't want to end it so abrupt. So I wanted to do like five songs, because I kind of like odd numbers. And um, we worked on those. Once I knew for sure I had like the first five songs, uh, the five songs that I wanted to go with, I was like, all right, and I just tweaked it for a while after that.
0: And uh, I remember my question finally.
1: <laughs> uh, do, what Do you do a lot of performing? Uh, not as much as I like, but I, I do a couple shows here and there.
0: Do you, do you prefer the stage or the, the studio? The stage.
1: stage, 100%.
0: Is it the attention, just the energy? What about performing do you love?
1: Just the energy, man. It's like, uh, it's like, it, it's just the energy. It's something about the energy. It's something about the lights under certain songs, man. It's just like that whole, it give it, you could feel a song more when somebody performing it. Absolutely. If they're performing it the right way. If it's like, yeah, it, you could just feel it, man. It's something about being on stage that just,
0: it, it makes it, that's my favorite part, personally. I think from from somebody that's not a musician, from somebody mm-hmm. that's watching the stage, like you said, how a certain song could just go, kind of, even just an average music, musician, like if you heard him on iTunes, you're like, skip, but mm-hmm. live, you're like, oh, he can't sing, but look at him play the guitar, or watch how he controls the crowd, that's or like, different, man. it's just being in, in that vibe, that moment, that just live music, you know, th- there's nothing else like it.
1: I would rather go to a show than I would rather go to like if you did music I would rather go to one of your shows than watch a video. Absolutely, because it's just like you you in your element when you're on stage. Like whatever song that you whatever songs that you're performing, the feelings that you were supposed to get across while you were recording it, you could show us them feelings. So that's like like a kid cuddy or something like that. Yeah. The lights and just the just the the feeling that he puts into man, bro is is nothing like performing like that shit sells the song to
0: somebody when did you start performing
1: uh i think i did my first show uh 16 15 or 16
0: was it like a open mic or did you did you were you open oh,
1: about
0: a, the first show uh
1: it was like a, it was like a show show but it was a uh you know about Peabodies, I'm sure. All right. It was one of those shows. So, gotcha. Um, we just ended up. I knew a guy at my school that was doing shows, uh, cause I didn't know anything about it uh, at all. And we found out with each other rap. So he was like, Yo, I do shows at like Peabodies. Come down there with me next time, and we could like set it up and stuff like that. So he showed me like the process of getting a show at like a Peabodies and stuff like that. And yeah. <clears throat> Where's the best place that you've ever performed? The best place, um, I like the Grog Shop. I haven't been there in a minute. Um, the Grog Shop, nah, House of Blues.
0: House of Blues was my favorite place. Was it just the the crowd or was it the, the way that the uh, venue was set up? What made it the, the best one? Probably venue and crowd, for
1: real, because um, I like the, the decor in there. It made it, like homely, but not homely where people are sitting down. It was just real. It was a real comfortable setting in there, right? And the crowd, it was like a great crowd. Uh, it was, the, the crowd was great, honestly. It was like a combination of both uh, the stage size, everything, it was like,
0: I, I fuck with this. Like, it was pretty dope. <laughs> What's your favorite song to perform?
1: Uh, Right now, I'm done deal, off of, um, Franco. That's probably my favorite. That, that always get the most like
0: participation out of people. Is people. there is there a secret to getting crowd participation? Is or is it just certain songs lean more towards it? Uh, uh not really. I
1: just feel like if you you selling it, when people feel like you feeling it, they'll feel it with you. Right. So I don't ever I don't do the I don't like doing the like traditional when I say it like stuff like that. Right. Usually it's just like you could do something as simple as saying something and just point the crowd. Like people will pick up on it. So. Right. I, don't, uh, I guess it is a couple of tricks. I don't really use like the tricks or whatever. I just try and let it happen happen. Like,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Um, within performing, um, have you thought of getting a full tour together, or okay. have you? Is that something that you're working towards or want to do? Uh, yeah, I would like to.
1: It's a lot of stuff that like goes into that because we looked into it, and it's just like I don't feel like now's the time for me. Right. right? So I really wanna. Um, I wanna wait. A while try and get everything set up get better estimates and stuff like that get the buzz up a little more mm-hmm. and then do something like that but if it was up to me shit, i would tour all the time i would have been touring <laughs> but yeah that uh that's like a i want the first one to be i wanted to go as smooth as possible so i want to wait a minute on that
0: right A lot of people that I've talked to, um, similar like in your situation, kind of you have a you have a body of work, but you're looking to build on the body of work and build the build the following before you go tour. A lot of people when they think tour, think a whole national run, but you know what I mean. Just do a quick tour of Ohio. You know what I mean. Kind of take you know a week's time of just. Mm boom boom hit the all corners and once you kind of learn the logistics of that kind of just keep that moving yeah um that's what a lot of the uh, folk singers and stuff that i've been talking to that, like they like to find like the different wineries and things and be like all right i'm just going to make a sweet two weeks of vacation essentially but to get as many performances in as i can um what about kind of figuring out a a group what made you not go group go single
1: uh i tried originally when i started doing music um I was doing. It was in a group, but I don't know. It's um, I don't know. It's just like different people's uh, um, different people's goals. Like, it's it's hard to really keep a group when everybody has different like goals and aspirations. Like, if you want to be the most famous, and I want to make the most money, or and another person wants to have the best catalog. You know what I'm saying? Like different people' goals. You're working towards different things, so
0: it kind of messes that up. So. Uh, I kind of just thought the solo thing was just better for me. And your, your stuff is, uh, I don't think emotional is the right word, but I mean, you definitely tap into your feelings and then your your own personal thing. Could you not do as much of that in a group, do you think? Um, you, I, no, I don't believe that. I think you could if you were in the right, in the right group,
1: you know what right. I'm saying? But, um, That just comes with like sitting down and figuring out what creative direction y'all gonna go into, so. Right. Yeah, I don't think that would, I don't think you would have to sacrifice that in a group though. Who's the best rap group of all time? I'm biased, TDE, Black Hippie. And they're not even really a group group, but nah, they, I don't think nobody fucking with Black Hippie in the history of rap. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to, I've argued people. I don't, I don't think nobody touching them. Um, black Hippie, Outkast, um, fucking UGK. <laughs> like, those are, those are like my three. Ain't nobody fucking with them. In right? the lanes that they were in, they untouchable.
0: Absolutely. Um, of Outkast, um, Andre
1: three thousand or Big Boy. Hmm. I'm gonna say everybody say Andre. I'm gonna say Andre, but people be shitting on Big Boy, man. Big <laughs> Boy was wrong. Like Big right. Boy was wrong. Big Boy's flows were crazy. They were just as unique. Uh, they were unique, just like uh, Andre three thousands, and just his lingo, like the way he just said words and stuff was different. People would be sleeping on Big Boy, right? I so, think
0: uh, what was it? DDT. Is that, is that the right Big Boys track where he just went off for like two straight minutes? I think. So, All right, I listen. I it's, it's, listen. it's three letters. Which on, album? I, I want to say DDT, and I want to say it was a single like 15 plus years ago. Oh, see so you. Yeah, no, we'll pull that up after we stop recording. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you mentioned um, earlier that your your apps, uh, Twitter and Instagram are your number two. Do you? It's interesting to me as a marketer. Facebook seems once it got like. Where your grandma was on Facebook Everybody my age and younger was like You know,
1: know I'm not about this It's the It's cause it's the cool thing
0: Think about this
1: Let's say me and you Not even me and you I'ma just say you Let's say you're at a party You're drinking It's like a crazy party It's lit When you like When you see people's grandmothers And older uncles start coming in It don't (laughs) seem as lit Like you kind of like Right but so it's like Facebook started becoming the not cool thing because people like it started becoming a universe. It got so big. Mm-hmm. Family. I got a grandmother on Facebook. Like I got grandmothers. Like it started being like not as cool. It's not that many like it's not that family oriented on like Twitter. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So
0: kind of you could share different content on Twitter because you know your grandma yeah. and everybody at the family reunion isn't gonna be like yes yeah, like, did, did you hear the words that he was saying earlier on the yeah, Facebook like on the Facebook
1: yeah like once it started getting to that it was just like all right uh it's not the it's not the cool thing you know
0: everybody gravitates to what's cool so right uh are there any platforms uh, like music wise that aren't huge right now but you foresee kind of coming up um bigger and bigger and bigger audio man.
1: People sleeping on Audio Mac. People sleep on Audio Mac. I
0: don't think I even ever heard of it. Audio oh. Mac M A T.
1: Mac. Like Mac. uh M A C K. It's literally uh it's basically the same type of format as SoundCloud, but I just think it's better. They the way they showcase the artists is a little different. You it's very, very, very easy to find somebody you don't know and fuck with on there. Uh I, I just like Audio Mac a little more. Like I don't know, it's just easier. Um it's just better for me to find music. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I, I find music, like a bunch
0: of artists that like are underground and stuff like that, I find them way better on AudioMag. Gotcha. And as somebody that's producing music and trying to sell music, is there a particular platform that's better for artists? Um, as far as like AudioMag SoundCloud-ish. So. Um, let's go all the way between those and go up to like the Spotify's, iTunes, you're on just about all of those. Man,
1: um, if you're trying to if you're trying to build a fan base i would do an audio max soundcloud if you like you got a pretty solid fan base or you confident enough in like your social media abilities to build your fan base like that those spotify man make the money like right now they make it, they're making it to where you can actually start we're starting to make money off this like even if you're not popping, you can make a quick couple hundred dollars off of putting your music on these streaming sites. So if you're an artist like like somebody like you were saying that's putting together a tour, you need the money and stuff like that. Yeah, like Spotify, um, title, Apple Music and all of that, you get paid. Audio Mac if you trying to build up to that tour, like Audio Mac sounds like gotcha.
0: So, so, Starting out, you wanna go SoundCloud, Audio, Mac, and yeah. once you kind of build it up a little bit, then start going on, or when you did it, did you kind of just put yourself all the way out there on
1: all of it? Uh, I always was like, uh, I started out on YouTube. I started on like YouTube, because that was the thing, and SoundCloud came out, and it was like, alright, well, we'll put music on here now. And that's uh, That was like the best way to find new artists and stuff, like that now. And then realistically, you can do both, because I don't even think it's honestly too many people still like surfing like it was a couple years ago on SoundCloud and stuff. Everybody finds everybody on social media now, right? So you really, I guess the the real answer would be all of them. Put yourself everywhere, as many places as you can, make a little money off
0: of it and gain a little exposure, so. and let's go into social media Being somebody that grew up in social media pretty much Like your whole life was social media almost, right? Yeah, man That's so crazy Like, it's also interesting to me Like, you and I really aren't that far off in age But, like, I was old, just old enough Where, like, in school we had those big-ass, like, colorful iMacs Like, and that was, like, yeah, top-notch Yeah, like, that was top-notch now, like, I got the same MacBook as you Like, yeah. like, the Mac, like, your computer's like a slice of paper Yeah, man, look at our phones Look how big and <laughs> right? bulky the phones were Our phones are thin as shit, now. Absolutely, um, but are you using things differently than when you were—I um, don't know—even five, ten years ago when things were still here but not where they are? Or do you kind of have you kept the same um, way that you like to go about social media? Um, uh,
1: foot, it's like the same blueprint, but they keep progressing. Like things keep changing, so you you obviously adapt. Like different ways you use the apps, mm-hmm. uh, different features that they bring to it cause you to like move differently. What's your favorite Instagram feature? Favorite Instagram feature? I like the story. I like the story um, to be basic. I like the story. Because you could literally, like, you might not want everything on your page, man. Right. Some people get the page set up a certain type of way. You may want to portray yourself uh, like a certain color scheme or something. Like I like the story because it still allows you to be interactive daily without it really you know what I'm saying, like, cause I kind of look at Instagram now as like the new website.
0: Right. So
1: you might not want stuff. You might not, let's say, uh, you into the business, like a girl or something like that. Uh, uh, makeup wigs and stuff like that. You might want just pictures of your clients on your page, but you still want to get your pictures off. Right. So you could put those on a story, stuff like that. And a selfie don't look as professional as like a somebody else taking a picture, like off of a camera or even off of a phone. All right. right. I think that I think that's probably like my favorite feature.
0: You mentioned that you're you're always using your voice notes and things like that. Have yeah. you thought about kind of like trying out like every day doing a quick like thirty minute f- freestyle or trying out some lines out using your story just to kind of like build mm-hmm. try things out, build up the buzz.
1: I haven't even. Uh, I start thinking about it more because I come. Um, basically, we got this. I don't know if we this is like top secret information, but we come, C- <laughs> we come down here. We come down here every day. Set a thirty-minute timer, and we just write every single day. Every single day, open up even if it's like a YouTube beat. It'll be, we on a computer, set a timer for thirty minutes. You might write eight bars. You might write a whole song, whatever. Just write to it, and then we just like put it away. Document so, that, mm-hmm.
0: like just how we got the tripod here. There should be a tripod over in that corner, and just filming that.
1: We had to, ca- We record
0: them. <laughs> like, <laughs> gotcha. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. But like, kind of yeah. keep that, and then whatever comes of that, kind of use that as like a documentary or, you know, I mean, figure out a way to repurpose that. We got a
1: lot of, uh, we got a, our friend was actually, we just got another camera too. That's crazy because you brought that up. (laughs) We just got another camera probably two days ago, but our friend, uh, Todd, he was letting us use his camera and we were documenting. We were documenting like the sessions and stuff like that. We got a shit ton of footage.
0: Absolutely. It's just,
1: uh, like not to cut you off. It's just like the, um, like the right time and figuring out when to put it out
0: right yeah it's like like you were saying just to have a tripod and just to keep that camera going at all times Mm -hmm. even if you're not planning on something good you might say something like oh what was that line and then just run back the tape yeah that that happened a lot like you were saying how people have their whole page portrayed to be able to have that back you know like five years from now be like Mm -hmm. oh Remember that thirty-minute sessions that thing that we used to always yeah. do? Let's repurpose that or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's funny you said that because I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast like all the time while I'm at work. It's, mm-hmm. To me, Joe Rogan's like the the male Oprah, mm-hmm. where uh, he he's, does a lot of stand-up comedy and he has a thing just like you said. Every day he forces himself to go and write jokes for an hour, mm-hmm. just zone out, just every day, just work on the craft. When you're doing that, um, are you noticing? Each time that you're doing it, that your writing's getting stronger, or are you finding new ways to write? Do you kind of just repurpose every day?
1: Every man, that 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 exercise that we do helped me so much because you find new. You're not thinking it up. You're not overthinking it. I find so many new flows, so many different new ways to say things. I I love doing that. I'm probably like I do it every day. I'm probably never going to stop because it's always a new way. I might it, it allows me just to loosen up. Like I got some of my favorite songs off of that. Nice. That that definitely uh, it it allows you to just write different. Like.
0: And are you guys kinda collaborating while you're doing that or does everybody just come down here and in silence have their pen and pad and thirty minutes later we can talk?
1: That uh yeah. Usually yeah, that's usually how we're it's kinda like a competition. So gotcha. we competitive, so we'll like come down here, me and K will be down here and um We'll find a beat and we we'll be like, I'm about to whoop your ass on this, I hope you know that. Like, <laughs> so we'll do that. But we have done uh, like a couple songs. We actually got my favorite song that me and Kid Beth we've ever done. We did that on a 30 minute one, uh, well, we call it like shadow boxing. And um, we, my favorite song that we've got, we did it with that. And that's gonna get tucked away for a minute because we had like special plans for that.
0: Nice. But that, yeah, it's like a mix, usually competitive though. Are there any other uh, Rapper exercises In the Rapper fitness Rapper
1: <laughs> uh, We do a bunch of Goofy shit Like I said the, uh, Like the Goofy songs Like he's dead She's dead We do that We get ideas from that uh, When we get Roger's block Just to stay Like creative um, uh, We do a bunch Of little weird shit Like <laughs> We do a bunch Of weird stuff Like just trying to Keep it creative And keep the juices flowing And stuff like that we might, uh, we might see who see come up with the best hook in 30, 40 minutes and stuff like that, so. Right, you
0: gotta take that. Um, so we're back into the uh, fitness, rapper fitness. All right, we have the 30 minute writing, um, we have the goofy uh, creator creative block uh, removal. Is there any other um, thing that you do just to do you like read the dictionary? Or like, how, how do you come up with more uh, vocabulary or more synonyms and metaphors and stuff?
1: Uh, I got the I got the dictionary app. I should've probably said that uh, when we were talking about the five apps. I got the dictionary app and it sends you like a word a day, every day. Mm-hmm. So I try and like incorporate that word into like the raps and stuff like that. So I, don't, I just don't read the dictionary though. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, it's I let the word like, a day take me somewhere. Like,
0: it's okay, way better than trying to sit down and read like, bark advocado, like Yeah, they do a good
1: <laughs> job, man. They uh it's a different word every day. Each word obviously means something different. So I just try and uh I'll come down here if it's like an interesting word that I think can fit into a song and I go work it into something, I'll come down here and try and write the uh like do the shadow boxing verse and put that in there. So nice Cool. Um so uh where
0: are we going with that with uh, we were talking words oh that's where I was gonna go yeah. is uh as an artist you get to use any word that you want um mm-hmm. older people don't like swearing yeah. do you feel that certain words have different power different um, impact than others or is a word just a word
1: nah duh. all words got like a different impact so sometimes uh, I know I might do it a little bit much but sometimes like uh, you gotta cuss man to get the point across mm-hmm. if you are trying to project a certain emotion you gotta. You might have to say bitch or like, bitch. I'ma kill you. Like you want to get that certain emotion off. Mm-hmm. So, you it saying, uh, baby, I'ma kill you. You don't hit the same way as bitch. I'ma kill you. Right. You know. So that is is definitely. Uh, I feel like certain words just hit different. Like certain, even the way like you could bend words. Just certain. Sometimes you gotta cuss. Sometimes you gotta say certain shit. But every word gotta. They not just words. They supposed to project a certain emotion. But,
0: And uh, what about the interchangeableness of the words, like, bitch, I'm going to kill you, or look at that bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what makes it fun and interesting, because, like, uh, just like every word got a different emotion, each inflection in the way you you dialect, Mm -hmm. you know, like, every, just the way you express the word, like, uh, the word bruh, like, bruh, bruh, (laughs) bruh, like, it, it all means something different, so.
0: Context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, are there, you always hear, uh, like, I don't know, nowadays, it's like every every day, are there any words that just shouldn't be ever said? Is there any word that just has that much power? No, nah, I, I feel like, bro, any, I don't feel like any word
1: should not be said. Every word got a meaning. Right. right. So every, well, not a meaning, obviously a meaning, but every word got a reason. So.
0: I like that answer that's a good one okay. and uh, let's kind of wrap it down with what's the hardest and best part about being a rapper
1: uh, the best part about it is it's a different way to express yourself just the expression it's an art form so it gives you a different uh, a outlet that's probably the best part because it's real therapeutic like for me and I'm pretty sure for a bunch of other people that's probably the best part the worst part is probably like when you want to actually take it somewhere in the outreach. I wouldn't even say that's like the worst part, but it's probably the most difficult. Uh, that and probably uh, just to add to the worst part, probably people kind of looking at it like it's like, mm, uh, you rap? That's nice. Like they're kind of downplayed. So that's probably like the worst part. It comes with a certain like stigma.
0: So there's kind of a stigma that it's it's not a real thing to do. Yeah, it's just
1: like, uh,
0: Go get a real job.
1: Yeah, like that, you know. That's probably like, in my opinion, like the the worst part about it. People, people (coughs) will, sorry.
0: People will just look at you a certain type of way just off saying it, you know. So that's probably like the worst. And do you think that that stigma is kind of going away now that, like you said, uh, all these different platforms are coming up for ways that you can monetize and actually money in from the crowd
1: I don't even I don't think it's going away at all. I think it's it might be getting worse. Cause it's like now that it's some actually anybody could kinda make money off of it. Nah, nah it's really like, oh you rap too? Mm. Gotcha. So I don't I don't think it's it's kinda getting worse. because <laughs> it's like man, everybody rap, bro. And it's like it's cool cause it's a way to make money. I don't wanna hate on nobody ever getting money but it's definitely I think it's kind of getting worse
0: Gotcha And uh, the way I And all I don't know if I gave you The heads up on this The way that I end All the interviews you, you, I call it the digital soapbox You get up to one minute To look at the camera And you can either Use it as a plug To plug any project That you have going Any message you wanna get off You wanna just get your 30 second verse out Of, of, of that's been running In your head The whole podcast time Whatever you wanna use A minute for To end the interview To leave people On whatever note That you wanna leave them on Whenever you're ready Okay Um uh, Honestly, I could do, man,
1: uh, i will probably just get a message off just, um, anybody that's working towards anything, like, just don't stop, man. I'm just, I'm just at the point now where it's like, it's, it obviously get frustrating, but just don't stop, man. If you really love something and it's therapeutic and it's the thing that really genuinely makes you happy, just don't stop. Don't let anybody ever deter you from just doing what's in your heart man like I see so many people every day that just give up on themselves and just give up and nah man just do what you love to do don't let nobody take your happiness away from you rip your heart out have you discouraged to chase a dream man like it's too many people out here living unhappy to just not be doing what you want to do man be happy honestly that's that's it like because that's just something that i'm going through and just like realizing more and more because i just want everybody to be happy man let nobody shit on you you know absolutely and uh, let everybody know
0: where can they find you on social media where
1: can they find your music uh you can find me on social media my twitter and my instagram handle is flawless franco f l a w l e s s f r a n k o uh that's both instagram and twitter you could find me on YouTube, SoundCloud, Audio Mac, all of the streaming services. Just type in Nuke Franklin. Uh I'm up on everything. Google, anything. Uh your corner store, all of that. Like, Gosh, we gotta work on getting
0: every corner store of
1: America. Yeah, man, hundred percent. Like then <laughs> yeah. we
0: could be the little Romeo for somebody one of those
1: days when they got their first hey, couple man, dollars. Right? That's the go that's like a secret goal of mine. So I just wanna be like the I wanna inspire somebody like that. the uh, to be under the album wouldn't be the best album, but just the just the feeling. I want to get somebody that feeling I had one day. So.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for your time, man. We'd have to do this again for sure. Yeah, of um I'll get you all the links and everything. It don't matter.